College football finished up last night. Michigan, your national champion, kicking the crap out of Washington uh, by the final score of 34-13. So the focus now for football fans is strictly on the NFL. It is Super Wild Card Weekend, and the Cleveland Browns are a part of it on Saturday as they'll travel to Houston to take on the Texans. You'll hear that game right here on WHBC. 4.30 is kickoff. Jimmy Donovan and Nathan Zagura, along with Gerard Cherry on the sidelines, will have the call and happy to have with us the Browns radio voice, Jimmy Donovan, right now. Jimmy, good to have you back on the Kenny and JT Show once again. Happy New Year, my friend, and happy playoffs. How about that? Oh, that sounds great. Thanks very much. Always good to be with you guys. Happy New Year to you. Thanks, Jimmy. Jimmy, as you look at this team uh, with an 11-6 and record, heading on the road to Houston. How improbable is it that they actually made the playoffs with all the injuries at various positions and that they started five different quarterbacks? Oh, I think it's highly improbable. I, I really do. I think that when you when you take a look at the year and, you, and it starts off with Jack Conklin going down at right tackle pretty early in the opening game against Cincinnati and then the devastating injury on that Monday night game, game two, against Pittsburgh to Nick Chubb, and then, you know, it just continued, and Deshaun Watson is in, he's out, he's back in, and then he's out for the remainder of the year, and and all of the quarterbacks, and then Joe Flacco riding into town to rescue this season. Um, it, it really, it, it's an amazing story. But the thing that was consistent, and the thing that really kept them in it while they tried to put together what offensively they were going to be able to do at the most important position in the game, at quarterback. The thing that kept them in it was that defense. That defense was very legit, and it has been legit, and it might have had one little bump in the road when they had that two-game road trip to Denver and L.A., but they then came back and they've been playing at a very high level once again, and, and that's the constant, I think, that kept them afloat. Jimmy, talk about the playoffs and how important it is to have that calming voice in the locker room. And I'm not even talking about our head coach, but you mentioned Joe Flacco. You get that veteran presence. It's got to be important for this team, don't you think? Oh, I think so. I even think before you go to the playoffs, JT, I think in some of those games where he was playing, like, for instance, when they were playing that day against the Bears, and they were struggling, and he was struggling a little bit. Um, you know, he had thrown a pick six in the game or a you know an interception that, went down to like the one-yard line, and then the Bears finally scored. Um, you know, you're looking at it, and, uh, and still he was able to calm it down and keep it on an even keel, which is his whole disposition, and, and they were able to ride through that because they were at a point where they really weren't going to be afforded many of the opportunities to lose a game here and there and still get into the playoffs. They were kind of in a must-win situation coming down the stretch, and, of course, he was just tremendous doing that. But as you, you're right, as you go into the postseason, this is a guy that has won the biggest game and been the best player in that game, the Super Bowl. He's won the MVP in that game. But also, he's won a lot of road playoff games. And because they're a wild card, the Browns are going to be on the road all the way. And I think to have a steady hand at quarterback that's been there and has tasted what it's like to win on the road in the playoffs, I think that's a big plus for them. Jimmy Donovan is our guest. You'll hear him this Saturday, this Saturday at 4.30 against the Houston Texans in the super wild card round of the NFL playoffs. So here's the question, Jimmy, a buddy asked me, and I'll throw it to you. 
How far can Flacco take the Browns realistically? Nick Foles far, Cardell Jones far, right? Two guys that uh, uh, came out of nowhere to lead their teams to championships. Is that realistic? You know, I think it is. I mean, I really do. I think that there is no, I mean, maybe the Ravens are a super team right now, but Kenny, the Browns beat the Ravens, and and they did it in Baltimore, Um, and they didn't do it with Joe Flacco, they did it with Deshaun Watson having a great second half in that game. So I think that, you know, um, I, I just think that right now with the way the Browns are constructed, with a guy that's playing at a really good level. And the other thing, Kenny, I think is there's a really good feeling between Kevin Stefanski and Joe Flacco. In other words, this coach realizes this guy was perfect for what he wants to do offensively. And the offense has actually kind of grown a little bit since Flacco has come into uh, into the picture and into the quarterback and offensive meeting. So I think that uh, the Browns, again, with the type of defense that they play week in and week out, um, I think that that's always going to have them in, a, in any game, no matter where it is. And that's all you can ask for in a playoff game, and then you just have to make some plays. I'd like to ask for a little bit of health on this team, if I could, please. And, and you know, it, to me, Jimmy, I think it's amazing that Obo Okoronkwo is going to play in this game. Any word on Delpit or even Hopkins? Yeah, here's the uh, story on those guys. Um, as far as Delpit is concerned, um, possibly this week, um, probably next week, if they get by. Okay. If they went, if they won Saturday. And they get to Baltimore in the uh, in the second week. I think then he would be a go. I'm going to say in the Raven game. Now there is a possibility that he would be a go this Saturday in the game against Houston. But I think they feel more comfortable about the next week after that. Hopkins will not kick this week. He is still out with that hamstring issue. So Riley Patterson would be the kicker for the Browns going into this game. Now that is. I'm not, you know, slamming Riley Patterson at all because he really hasn't had a great test here in Cleveland Mm -hmm. with the Browns. And he's coming in at a very, very high-intensity part of the season going into the playoffs. But the kicking game, as we all know, you know, everything is magnified in the postseason, but certainly special teams, and in particular a guy that's got the ability to make a big field goal. I mean, you remember a couple of years ago, what the Bengals did, and, and that kid Evan McPherson really came up with huge kicks week in and week out for them on their on their road to the Super Bowl. So the kicking game is a bit unsettled right now, um, and I don't know about Hopkins the following week if they win, uh, but I feel better about Delpit the following week. The good news, I guess, for uh, Riley is that he's kicking indoors this week, right, Jimmy? So right. th- there are yep. no Cleveland elements to right. deal with. That has to be a, a positive from a mental aspect for him, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. I would think so. And, um, you know, I, and I think uh, for any kicker, I think that they're probably, and especially at this time of the year, Kenny, I mean, if you're kicking in Cleveland or you're going up to Buffalo and you're kicking there, I mean, that's, you know, that's that's tricky. Um, no doubt about it. I think that they would feel better about that. And um, so, you know, he's the guy. So I think that, um, you know, he's going to be the guy that they put out there and that they take with them to Houston and hopefully he'll be able to come through for them if needed. 
Jim Donovan is our guest. We're talking Browns, Texans, playoffs, Saturday, 4.30, right here on WHBC. Jimmy will have the call with Nathan Zagura and Gerard Cherry. And, Jimmy, as I do, um, I, I try and look at both sides of the story for the Browns. We talked about Flacco uh, and the defense as the positives. Uh, I put down some concerns. You touched on one with Dustin Hopkins right there. Um, the other one for me turnovers they led the nfl in turnovers by their offense with 37 now their defense created like 28 or 29 as well but can they afford to turn it over twice a game or more like they have been in the regular season in the postseason well logic would tell you no um but you know (laughs) the other commandment in football will would they have kind of gone around the horn on that too i mean i mean when you're you know you know, like the other day going into the Cincinnati game, Kenny, um, I took a look at that, that category, turnover ratio, going into that game. Now, never mind what happened in that really, you know, ugly affair Sunday. But right. going into the game, the Bengals, you know, uh, were 8-8 eight and eight and out of the playoff chase, but they were plus 9 in the turnover ratio. The Browns on Sunday, before they kicked that game off, they were minus 8. If you had said to me, what would be the Browns' record instead of eleven and five? I would have said, "Hey, there's a good chance they're five and 11. You know, with the way football is constructed and how people lean on that category of turnover ratio and how you have to be in the plus column. But you know, at some point, if you continue down that road, it's going to bite you. Now we're at a very, very serious point, a critical point going into the postseason. So the simple answer and the most concrete answer is no. They cannot afford to turn the ball over especially on the road and especially in a playoff game because everything is – and you're playing better team, too, yeah. at this point in time. So if you can get away with it in a game against the Cardinals at the time the Browns played the Cardinals, well, maybe that's okay. Or the Titans when they blew them out. Well, maybe that's okay. But not when you're playing better teams and the better teams are in the playoffs and you're on the road. No, you can't survive doing that. Jim, even though the Browns played the Texans on Christmas Eve – don't remember much about that team, and I know we're not going to face Case Keenum. We know C.J. Stroud there because we're Buckeye honks, and we know that Noah Brown's there. I, re- I know that Nico Collins is there. What else should we look for from the Texans on Saturday? Well, I think that, you know, that, that, that's a big, that's obviously a huge factor. I mean, they were, the sh- they were a shell of themselves uh, on Christmas Eve, and it certainly sh- it showed up that way, too, because, you know, C.J. Stroud being out and Case Keenum being in, and then it's no sooner did that game start, JT, if you remember, but they lost other players in that game, too. And so they were really down going in. And then, you know, the, the attrition on that was just amazing. And, and the Browns just blew them away. So it's going to be very different. So I think a really interesting matchup going into this game on Saturday will be Jim Schwartz versus a rookie quarterback who's having a tremendous mm-hmm. year. I mean, there is nothing rookie about the way C.J. Stroud has played. 23 touchdowns, five interceptions. I mean, that's amazing for a rookie coming into a team that was in a major rebuild coming into the season. I mean, they have gotten so good so quickly, uh, and he's a big reason why. Uh, He's back, and he played a gutsy game and came up with big plays in a big game on Saturday to get them into the playoffs against Indianapolis. And I, you know, as you trace back and watched him even in the college football playoff last year for Ohio State, he was not the reason they lost to Georgia. I mean, right. he was exceptional in that game that night against a great Georgia team. So 
he is big game ready. So that's one factor. Now, on the other side, defensively, you know, they've got the great kid from Alabama, Will Anderson, but he is far less than 100% mm-hmm. coming into this game. He's really laboring with a high ankle sprain. And, you know, I think they're still a little beaten up on the defensive front. Uh, and I think the Browns kind of look at that and say, well, we should be able to protect Flacco. I think a little bit of the steam is out of their pass rush. And, you know, they feel good about that. And I think the Browns feel that they've revitalized their running game in the last couple of weeks, which had kind of gone dormant for a period of time. And that's going to help, too. But the Stroud versus Jim Schwartz and what Schwartz will try and do to defend against this rookie quarterback will be really an interesting you know, match on Saturday. Okay, so you talk about this running game, and to me, they haven't been able to run it that well for the last, I can't remember how many weeks. What is your game plan if, if you're Kevin Stefanski? Do you really want Flacco to put it up 45, 50 times? No, I mean, you're right. I mean, again, no, that's that's not the way anybody, I don't, you know, that's not the way he wants to play, but I think he's okay with it. I really do. Um, but I think that they, they felt better. They felt they really ran the ball well against the Jets. So, I mean, I, I mean, I hear you, but I, you know, if you watch the game on that Thursday night against the Jets, they ran the ball well. Now, the problem was they turned it over a couple of times running it, but they were up by a, they were up over like, I think they were over 160 yards rushing in that game. And I thought Jerome Ford, aside from putting the ball on the ground yeah. once, really ran well. And I think Pierre Strong was really good. And I think Kareem Hunt, is what Kareem Hunt is, a power running back, a great guy in the red zone for them, and a guy that just gets in to the end zone by just blasting through defenses. So I think that they feel they can run the ball, and I think that they want to run the ball, but I think that they also feel they, uh, you know, they're comfortable with Flacco throwing the ball that much because he's been so successful, and they think he's really got kind of a hot hand right now. And when you have that, you play that. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I don't know if it's going to be in the 40s, JT, but it's going to be definitely in the 30s, how many pass attempts. And, of course, score tells you how many times you're going to have to throw the ball to. The radio voice of your Cleveland Browns, Jim Donovan, joining us here on the Kenny and JT Show. Again, Saturday kickoff is 430 Browns at Houston Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, And, and Jimmy, Joe Flacco, his experience um, is going to be huge, in my opinion. But I'm curious, in being around him, talking to him and other players about him, do you think he realizes now in these games moving forward that while he may have take, you know, taken chances in the regular season uh, you know, to, to try and score almost every time, that it's okay to punt, that he will live to play another down with this defense? Do you think uh, he may dial it back just a little bit, or is he going to have that game, same gunslinger mentality going into this game? I think he might have that same gunslinger mentality going into the game. Yeah, I really do. Now, I think the head coach has become different, okay, if we can just go into that a little bit. I'm not evading what you're saying. I'll get back to that. But I think that Kevin Stefanski this year, and I don't know if you guys will agree with me, I think he has taken the foot off the gas pedal of, hey, we're going for it on fourth down. Uh, No matter where we are, no matter what the distance is, we're going for it. I'm going for it on fourth down. And I think that he has said, because of the great play of his defense, and the punter's been really good, I think he has, you know, opted to punt a little bit more. So, you know, to give the ball up and say, hey, listen, let's let's let the defense go out there. Let's kind of pin them in. Let's put the other team on a long field. I think we've got an opportunity 
to get the ball pretty quickly back, if not get a turnover, and get ourselves in a, in a good situation. Now back to Flacco. I, um, I, I just think that's the way he is, Kenny. I think I really believe that's the way he was in Baltimore. And I think that that's why they had some doubt near the end of his career in Baltimore is that he was a little bit too much of a gunslinger and mm. that he was turning the ball over too much. But I think that that's the way he is. So um, I do not think he's going to pull it back. Uh, an awful lot. I think he's going to go for it. I think he's got great, great chemistry with Amari Cooper. I think he has more chemistry than we have seen with Elijah Moore. I think if Moore had not gone out in the Jets game with that concussion, I think that he was off and ready to have a big night because Cooper was out and they were really going at it with uh, Flacco and, and Elijah Moore. And it wasn't just because they were both former Jets. I mean, I think that they were really into developing things. I think he's got a great feel for Njoku. I think that he is a great teacher to the young kids, Hillman and Bell. And um, so I think he is uh, I think he is what he is and what you've seen so far. Do you expect the Texans to take Cooper away or at least try to after going for 265 a few weeks ago? And thus, does that make Elijah Moore and David Njoku even more important in this game? Well, number one, Kenny, um, I think that Every team tries to take Cooper away because when you're going to go up against the Browns, you're going to say, hey, listen, we can control the young guys, David Bell, Cedric Tillman. Um, you know, we don't know. And I think for the most part, I think teams have taken a look at Elijah Moore and said, you know, they don't do as much as we thought they were going to do with him when they acquired him. And I would agree with that philosophy. And I would like to see that grow, although we're right down to the point where it needs to at this point in time. But so I think teams say, hey, listen, we've got to take away Amari Cooper. But here's the thing, Kenny. He is such a great route runner. And I mean, everybody says it. Every defensive back in the NFL says it, whether, they, whether it's the Browns defensive backs who go up against him every day in practice or whoever the opponent is on that Sunday. They say, this guy is amazing running routes. So you can try and do it, but not too many have been successful doing it. And so – um, I think, yeah, definitely they'll try and do it. Um, but I, uh, I'm not saying he's going to go for 265, but I think he'll have a very productive day against them. And, yes, the other guys will become very important. I think Njoku has really grown so much throughout the entire season, but definitely since Flacco has arrived, the big plays and the big runs with uh, the football after he makes the catch have arrived with David Njoku. Sure would be nice. 4.30 kickoff in Houston, the Browns versus the Texans. A wild card matchup that I got to be honest with you, with all these injuries, I didn't expect. What I expected, Jim Donovan, was this, and I saw the release for next year's home games, uh, the entire schedule. Obviously, we know we get the, the teams in our division. But I'm selfish, and I wanted the Kansas City Chiefs play in the Hall of Fame game because I want to see Taylor Swift here. Are you more excited to see Taylor Swift come with the Chiefs <laughs> or the Dallas Cowboys next year at home? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I am more excited about the Cowboys. Come on! Yeah, there we I go. Really, and, Jimmy and, me, and I are come Swifties, on. JT. Now, uh-uh. I, admi- I really ad- I admire her talent, and I am in <laughs> awe of what she has done on her tour, oh. both here in this country and in countries all around the world. And I have definitely sort of enjoyed seeing her. Jimmy. <laughs> She's hanging out with Bernie, Jimmy. She's hanging out. She's taking selfies with Bernie Kosar. 
<laughs> when I'm watching the Kansas City Chiefs game, I enjoy seeing a little bit of more more of her than Andy Reid, but I would be excited to see the She Cowboys. got a ranch down in Nashville. She got horses. Bring her over, Jimmy Donovan. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sure she's got anything she wants. <laughs> Look at Jimmy being politically mm-hmm. correct so the Swifties don't hate on him on social I've media like that. I've seen that farm. I've seen it on TV. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, so good to have you back in the Absolutely. booth. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we, we talk about all the injuries that the, the Browns players had. Those are injuries. They're able to come back. What you've battled and, and uh, you know, what you're still battling and to be able to come back uh, for you and to get a chance to call a playoff game. Jimmy, what's this mean to you? Oh, it means there. You know, Kenny, this is some. Um, you know, you know. Even aside from you know what what I'm going through as far as my health is concerned, but from the time I got the job and when they came back in 1999, this is what I always dreamed it would be like, and I thought it would happen kind of quickly. You know, I mean, if not 1999, I thought, oh, you know, by 2000 we'll be all set to go. But of course, as history has told us, uh, it's been a very, very long, hard road. Um, this is, this has been a lot of fun and, um, you know, I, uh, it was very hard to watch it and, and not be able to call the games, but, um, it just made it even more important for me to follow everybody's advice medically and get better and get strong enough that I would be able to come back as much as I've been able to do. And little by little, it's gotten more, you know, I've been able to, you know, do a number of games now at the end of the year and now going on the road. That's the last step for me, and, and I was there Sunday when they were in Cincinnati, and I'll be there, you know, um, you know on Saturday in Houston. So, uh, But this is, you know, overall, that Thursday night at Brown Stadium when they punched their ticket and made it into the playoffs, that jet came. I mean, that was uh, what I had always dreamed that stadium would be like, and to be in the radio booth calling the game with that kind of energy and that kind of electricity – and with all the chips on the table, a big game feel, I mean, that's, uh, that's really special. So I am really privileged to, to be back and able to do the games. Jimmy, I don't mean this by a slight of your new, your new partner because he treats us like gold. Nathan Zagura treats us perfectly when we get to cover the Browns when we're up there for training camp. But have you talked to Deacon at all during this run, and what does it mean to him? You know, I just, I, it's unbelievable, JT. I just talked to him about an hour ago, and uh, the first thing he asked me was, hey, did you get to go to Jeff Ruby's steakhouse down in Cincinnati? <laughs> that was his favorite place. That was his go-to place. And I said, yes, actually, Nathan and I went to Jeff Ruby's. He goes, oh, so what did you order? What did you <laughs> but he's doing great. He, uh, he's got a thousand questions, and, uh, you know, I love him. I, I have to tell you, I love Doug Beacon. And uh, it's great. I talk to him every week, and and he's sounding great. You just did a Doug Deacon from that's hearing so it all those years. Whenever there was a penalty or a drop, oh, that's that's what we would hear, Deacon. You know, in the background when you're calling the games that's and everything. Right. So, oh, that was fantastic. Hey, Jimmy, seriously, we love hearing you back uh, in the booth. Yeah. I know the guys did a nice job filling in for you, but uh, you're the voice of the Browns, and everybody we talk to, they always ask about you, how you're doing. Sounds like you're doing great. Keep up the fantastic work, and hopefully, uh, you know, th- this Flacco fever will be with us for uh, at least two three games who knows yeah it's the best kind of fever to have right now no <laughs> <Take it from laughs> <me>. <laughs> Jimmy, 
Jimmy, you're the best. Thanks so much for coming on with us. Have fun this weekend. We'll be listening. All right, guys. Take care. Have a great day.